Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented to you by your local Hyundai dealers. This is where Chicago goes to talk Bears. Sports Radio 670 The Score. Chicago's home for Bears fans. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The score! That team sure did suck last night. They just plain sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Steve Rosenblum. There was a keg stand. I lost to an 81-year-old lady. She got off the <laughs> main floor, and then, and, but I was, it was really close. Mark Grody. I've been waiting to get a hold of this guy for years. Yeah, like they're, like Channel 2 News is out there interviewing people. Yeah, I've been talking to my wife about getting Steve. He wants connected my dots and more to my plate. I'm going to dunk his ass. They suck, so you don't have to. Can't you morons do anything right? Founding members of the WB Club. Smoke weed every day. The three words that describe this show, and I quote. Stink. Stank. Stunk. It's Saturday Suckage on the score. We should be 670 WSUK. Let's see who else. Let's take roll call. Robert. It sucks and it freebases. Don Cooper. If I think something sucks, I'll tell you it sucks. Jake Arietta. This sucks. Really, it does. Albert Almora. Damn, Willie, man. Like, do we suck? Pat Fitzgerald. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Eloy Jimenez. Hey, you guys are not going to make anyway. You guys not suck. When when I got traded the next day, oh, welcome to the sock team. Random Bears. No, Toby. I forgot Toby. Oh, my God, this sucks. It certainly does. Random Bears fan. I suck during the suck roll call. Terry Ford. Finally made a list of somebody who thinks he sucks besides I do. <laughs> Liam Hendricks. I wouldn't say seeking perfection. It's just mainly trying not to suck. Julie Swika. Man, that sucks. 
Wilson Contreras. Lucian Shock, I'll tell you that, and, and that's all I can say. George Went. We had fun, uh, but there you go. I sucked. Garth Algar. Turn it off, man! Turn it off! It's sucking my will to live! Steve Dahl. Disco sucks! Disco sucks! Candace Parker. Um, I mean, it sucks. John Sears. Hey, for once, I didn't suck in the roll call. No, no, I did. Somebody had to. It's what we do here. I suck so you don't have to. Welcome to Saturday Suckage. We're broadcasting live from the Hyundai Score Studios. Brought to you by your local Hyundai dealer. Our phone number at the score is 312-644-6767. That'll get you to our listener line. It's powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. That number, by the way, 312-644-6767, also gets you to the SCORE's tech zone. The tech zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at RosenHyundai.com. Use that phone number, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Bears Mondays this season are presented by the Horizon Therapeutics people. We thank them. It'll be Bears Tuesdays because the Bears play on Monday. The Bears play on Monday night. And I want to ask you, I welcome you people, fellow suckageers. I want you to join me at 312-644-6767. I want you to call. We'll take your calls. We will put you on the air. You'll be on this here radio station. If you feel like me, and even if you don't, but if you feel like me, you're certainly welcome to call. The Bears have a chance to embarrass themselves in the city and us and fans again on national TV. So they're coming off one massive embarrassment. They always seem to be doing this. They've lost four straight on Monday night, and now they're playing Bill Belichick. The Bears are coming off a loss to one of the worst teams ever, one of the most depraved organizations, despicable. They lose to the Commanders. Justin Field sucks. The offense sucks. The Bears suck. They're awful. But this one makes it worse because the Bears have a chance to embarrass themselves on two national shows Monday night. There's the ESPN Monday Night Football where, I, again, the Bears have lost four straight. And then there's the ESPN Manning cast. I want to be on record as saying I hate every TV partner of the NFL because they want to put the Bears on. They want the Chicago audience. Sometimes when it's a home game, they just love the way those columns and Lake and look and let's shot and it's beautiful and it's Chicago. and, And they know Bears fans will watch. Bears fans do that. That's what they do. Hey, it's Chicago. That's what they do. The coach says so. And we will get to the coach later on. We will play Wheel of Ditka later on in the show. But then they have the other team that will be the story because the Bears suck, my friends. And now it's going to be twice on the same night. Haven't we watched Haven't we be punished enough? Shouldn't there be? Can't there be a rule? You don't have to watch this. Look, Sunday at noon is perfect. It does not ruin a, a complete evening. It does not, again, pants the local football team in front of the nation. Sunday noon is great. 
They can lose. They can suck. Justin Fields can look like a college quarterback, and the Bears can look like an, an ill-equipped offense. And you could still have Sunday afternoon and Sunday night, and then you don't have to be worried about it during the week. And you're worried about like, oh, it's an island game. Here we go again. We're gonna they're gonna piddle down their leg, and we're gonna be. I mean, it's just and now. On the Manning cast, the place that loves to have fun and make fun of people and question everything, and now they're going to be – now Peyton and Eli are going to have the Bears offense in front of them. They will be talking about a quarterback who doesn't know what an NFL receiver looks like when he's open, which is not what it looks like in college. And when he does see one that's open, he throws over, the, throws over his head. Hi, Ryan Griffin. And now the Bears are in position to get pants by the greatest cheater of all time in front of brothers who have four Super Bowl rings. And that was in the news today. The Sun-Times, Jeff Agress, who does a really good job of covering sports, sports on TV, on radio, and streaming, all platforms. So you got the Mannings on them, and, and Peyton said... See, they're talking up Justin Fields, which most people want to do. I think I have a reason why. But Peyton said, I remember my rookie year. I was just hoping my first read was going to be open because I couldn't remember where the second and third reads were all the time. That year, Peyton threw a league-high 28 interceptions. That was 1998. Peyton continues, you only have about two and a half seconds, but the more you practice those plays and the more you start playing, you're doing it quickly. Eli said, I see Justin competing his tail off in every game and making a lot of unbelievable plays when there's nothing there. It's supposed to be a screen to the running back. It's covered. He runs for a first down. I see he's learning, and that takes time. The offensive line is struggling. He's getting hit quickly sometimes. Receivers aren't getting a ton of separation at times. Thank you, Eli. Thanks for noticing that. Eli continues, so he's having to be creative, but he's not making a whole lot of mistakes. He's not forcing things. He's not throwing interceptions. He's putting the team at a disadvantage. Um, Eli? See, this all sounds like stuff that you, you want to say to the local paper. You, all want, you say this to the local paper because you don't want people – you want to give people not, a, no reason to watch. Sure, they should turn in. Look, we like your guy. Hi, we think he's great. We think he's got great potential. Look, he's not costing the team. Well, yeah, he is. He's making mistakes. He's not the fumbler he was last year. But he's not, they're not winning games. If they win games, it seems to be despite him. Can't even win games with him. They're waiting for him to they're waiting for him to deliver the ball quickly. They're working on his footwork. They're making him, maybe he's just, it's a hard thing to think and do it at the NFL level. I'm sure it is. You want to have it as a, as an instinctive footwork, instinctive reads, and it's not there, but this is, I mean, you're saying this because if you're Peyton and Eli Manning, because you want people to watch. And so the Bears have a chance to Bears have a chance to embarrass themselves, like I said, on two networks. One of them is the Manning cast, which is just, just great. 
I love the Manning cast. I'm not going to love what they say in what they say about this, the Bears offense. Uh, you're right, though, Rosie. I mean, how many times we have to watch the Bears get shellacked by the Packers or the, the Patriots on you know Sunday night football or now Monday night football, right? Um, they, they, they've done that. They've given up 50 burgers to this team. They've, they've let it, they've, they've been that team and people watch and they get the Chicago audience. And, and so, you know, Luke Getzian was a little more on the nose than Eberflus. Anything Eberflus said this week about Justin Fields seems to be you have to go back to the heart-to-heart talk he said the checking in with him the whatever form of of communication coach and quarterback have the 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 way justin field sounded and as down as he was and i don't think the coach is any position in any position to be transparent or candid I think he didn't want to evaluate. I think he danced around questions of fields this week because he had that. Everything goes back to that talk. Whatever he heard, whatever he felt, whatever he thinks, wherever his quarterback is, it's all about getting him out of that, getting out of that. So Getzi at least said, yeah, we missed a throw. And that was the Ryan Griffin, the overthrow of Ryan Griffin, and then you, you might have won the game. You would have at least had more points. You would have shown that you can score points instead of going over the inside the five. So the Bears are coming off seven points, season low. They lost the Commanders. They rank 31st in scoring. 15.5 points a game is just, again, all the bottom stuff, all the lousy stuff. And Belichick owns first round quarterbacks who are in their first or second year and they're awful, awful, awful in New England. And that's where they're headed. But there is a sign of progress. Fields is Fields' passer rating is up to 72.7. And that shows progress. It ranks him ahead of Rex Grossman in Bears history. He's ahead of Grossman, Kyle Orton, Matt Barkley, Cade McNown, and Jimmy Clausen. However, still ranks him behind Chad Hutchison and Andy Dalton and Mitch Trubisky. Just saying, things can change. Our show today, take a break, and we will come back with Jay Hilgenberg. He of the WBBM 780 AM, 105.9 FM, the, the Bears pregame, postgame, halftime show with Ron Gleason and Jim Schwantz, Jay Hilgenberg, the center on that legendary 85 Bears line, the line that led the league in rushing five straight years in time of possession. What does he think of this offensive line? How much is it an offensive line? How much is it? How much of it is Justin Fields? Hilgenberg played for a coach. Perhaps you've heard of him. Ditka. Mike Ditka. So, the cultural zeitgeist moment today will be throughout the show because he the, co- the coach turned 83 on Tuesday. The coach made the score. The coach was wonderful on the score in 1992. 
So we're going to spend the show at different times spinning the wheel of Ditka and seeing what famous Ditka audio pops up. Sean Sears, let's spin the wheel of Ditka. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was staring except for me. Ditka Claus. Okay, there you go. We will get back to more Wheel of Ditka later on in the show. I'm Steve Rosenblum. This is Saturday Suckage, of course. We will talk to legendary Bear Center Jay Hilgenberg. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Next on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. We'll get to fields here, and this is really where the fun starts. So um, very fast, very athletic, kind of... Uh, you know, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson type of guy, uh, big like Jackson. Um, and so if we don't contain him on the pass rush, then he's got the speed and athleticism to get outside. Uh, he's not really you know, necessarily looking to run out of bounds. You know, here he is, cuts back, again, makes, breaks the tackle out there in the open field, still cuts back, uh, not looking to, not really looking to slide or, or go out of bounds um, unless, the, unless the journey's over. 
He's, he's looking to make yards. Even here at the end, you know, putting his shoulder down, trying to trying to pick up a couple extra yards. Uh, this is a tough kid that's fast and, and strong and really can, you know, run for 40 or 50 yards on, on virtually any play. That's Bill Belichick. He's the coach and head cheat for the New England Patriots. Belichick and the Patriots will be welcoming Justin Fields, the man he's describing. On Monday night, Monday night TV, the Bears again, a national chance to get pants nationally. It was the last time it was brought up by Jose and Deerfield on the text line, 312-644-6767. You can get in on the tech zone. I think they, it was 50 points, back-to-back 50-pointers. So basically got Mark Tressman fired. And here we go again, back to New England and Bill Belichick and the way he owns young quarterbacks. And you go into this, this cave of misery, and that's what's going to happen Monday. Or will it? Let's see if there's hope. We're going to talk with Jay Hilgenberg. He joins us on the Score Hotline, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book, part of the Bears' pregame, postgame, halftime show, center for the legendary Bears offensive line, 1985 Super Bowl champions. The, they led the league in rushing five straight years, time of possession. They were everything a defense could want. They ought to be remembered for that, among other things. Jay, thanks for coming back on. Hey, happy to be here. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I want you to evaluate. There, there will be changes, it seems, on the Bears' offensive line. I don't know if it's if it's just Lucas Patrick going to center and then someone's got to play left guard. What do you think, what's the simplest way to go about this and evaluate how they've played so far? Well, I, you know, I, I think first of all, if you ask the, all the players individually, you, they, 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 they know where they're at. Uh, they're not happy with uh, the way it's been going so far this year. But um, I've always been under the belief nowadays in today's NFL, how the blocking schemes have, have gotten, you know, n- not as uh, assignment wise. It, it's more of, you know, we had a, like assignment blocking when we played back in the 80s and 90s where you had your different rules against the different defenses. And now it's just, you know, like more or less the inside zone blocking scheme, outside zone blocking scheme. Everybody steps right or left. And so I I really think uh, offensive lines nowadays, you should rotate guys. You know, I don't – I've always – the last couple of years, I, I felt like starting the year off, you know, just – all these linemen that are dressing, they, they should get in every single game and play uh, because you really don't know what you have until, you know, you know, five, six games into the year and, you know, guys can get hurt and then you're going to plug a guy in that hasn't played at all. So I, I just, I never understood why they're, they, you know, you have Riley Reef who's making $15 million a year, I believe, hasn't taken a snap yet this year it's that that's crazy to me so if you if you evaluate this line i don't know where the the and you you alternate players you bring guys in 
doesn't that defeat the purpose of the of thinking as one, the offensive line thinking as one being its own separate unit, as a lot of offensive line coaches have talked about? You seem to run yeah. counter to that. Yeah, I mean that that that's that's more in the day like you know when when I was playing is where you had to have so much communication when the defense shifts, you know, all your rules um, change. But um, you know, evaluating this line so far, I mean, the, the Bears the Bears run the ball well. I mean, they're they're a good running team. Uh, they they got a couple good running backs that run are very physical, run hard. You know, Justin Fields definitely opens up up. Up, uh, opens up the the playing field out there for the running game. Also, you got to account for him. But uh, you know where they've struggled is is the pass blocking uh, so far this year. And you know that's not unlike uh, many teams in the NFL. You know the pass blocking is a difficult. Uh, it's the most difficult part of offensive line play is the pass blocking and. You know, I think you can help an offensive line out an awful lot if, if you do a lot of, a lot more play action, aggressive passing. Jay Hilgenberger, Jay Hilgenberg is my guest. He is the center on the 1985 Bears, the Super Bears, the one and only Super Bowl one in this town. And, and one of the things that helps out ju- the, the offensive line would be what Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, called cheap completions he did that a couple weeks ago basically what the west coast offense called them were long handoffs just dump the ball off make it third and make it second and six then you can have third and makeable and justin field seems against that he does not seem to take advantage of that so what how whose fault is it how big of a how big of a a weakness is that in the bears offense and giving its offensive line um, an advantage and giving the quarterback an advantage. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, you know, Justin has to come to the understanding. I, I guess something like that, just go ahead and take those um, short passes and that they're shorter games. But I just think he, the, the way he's always played, I believe is that he's such a, an amazing athlete out there that he figures he can just pick him, pick up those plays with his feet, and he tries. He's trying to hit the big uh, play all the time, and um, you know I, I think it, it it's coming around to where you know he will, no matter of time, start throwing it underneath and taking those easy easy plays, the, the short, you know, the long handoffs, as you say, um, probably be the way to do it. But um, again, I mean he's the way his style that he's played forever is, you know, why throw that little two, three yard pass when I can just take off and run and maybe break one for 20 or 30, which we've, we've seen him do an awful lot, but um, it's, it's the growing pains. I I think that the main thing is, is just, I mean, I I believe in Justin Fields. I think he's going to be an amazing quarterback for the bears. It's just, uh, he's it's these growing pains he's going through, and it's just you don't want guys out there playing that they're afraid to make mistakes. So I, you know, it's it'll come together, but um, you know, it's just uh, it's it's rough for quarterbacks when they're young, and especially you know now this week going against Belichick, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be a he's gonna know more about football after this game. It, do you think it's it's almost a wonderful thing for the the rookie head coach, the rookie offensive coordinator, 
and the young quarterback to be going into New England where it's been a, a house of horrors for most young quarterbacks and most teams that this, if you said this, they're going to know a lot more about football and maybe themselves. You think this is actually a good thing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this is your, um, you're, you know, you're going to be graded and you're going to be competing against the, the, the best, you know, the, that, that, that's been out there. So it, it, you'll see where you line up. I mean, the, these guys are amazing competitors too. I mean, you don't get to the NFL unless you're you're a top competitor. And um, why not you test your skills against the best? And um, so it, it reminds me, you know, back we'll go way back in the day of 1984 when um, when we played the Raiders in Soldier Field and they were the mm. Super Bowl turning champions and Dicka all week said, you know, here they are. This is the Super Bowl champs. You know, we'll, we'll see how you stand up and compete against these guys. And, and, you know, that was one of the most intense games in the history of the NFL that day. That and, was, uh, that was all blood and muscle and will. And that was a game. Not, I mean, I don't know. Give, how you came out of it. I don't know how you competed that long that when you say it was most, this is one of the most brutal games in the NFL had to be one of the most brutal games you ever played, Jay. Right. Right. It was, um, it was intense. It was great though. I mean, it, it was, it was, I just remember we were so fired up that day and just, just had, we just wanted to win. And, um, we went after it. Um, I read that's the, game that uh, McMahon lacerated his k- kidney and I remember I mean he came out of the game because um he was in so much pain he couldn't you couldn't he could barely uh say the cadence the line of scrimmage it was like a whisper he couldn't even talk anymore but he wanted to stay out there and keep playing and and uh that that game you know you, you go and uh, win a game like that and that, that gives everybody confidence and and I think what we really learned that day is you have to play as a team and that was a complete team victory. And, and that's, you know, this, this bear team now, I mean, going into the season, you know, you know, you read about, you know, the bears roster, they were saying it's not, not a very good roster. It could be one of the least talented rosters in, in the NFL. And, you know, the expectations of bear fans are always so, so huge and you know they come out and win I said on the pregame show you know the worst thing the Bears done this year is they came out and beat the 49ers and then they go up to Green Bay and that first series with offense go right down and score a touchdown and all of a sudden all of us Bear fans are thinking hey this is the year and um, but you know it's just they got a young roster and um it's going to be a growing pains. It looks like Jay Hilgerberg is my guest center on the 1985 bears, the super bears. Before I let you go, Jay, I want to ask you, I brought it, I was talking about it last week. And I think that Justin Fields has trouble recognizing what an open receiver looks like in the NFL, which is not what it looks like in college. And one of the ways he can help his offensive line is by throwing to that first read, throwing guys open he needs to learn to do that. And an offensive line, when you get criti- – as a lineman, if you were to get criticized for getting your quarterback sacked, 
when you think he's holding the ball too long because he's waiting until a guy's open. And once a guy's open in the NFL, that means it's going to be covered pretty quick and you might throw a pick. Do, do offensive linemen get angry at the quarterback, get rid of the ball, throw the ball, throw it away, find that first read? How does an offensive lineman, how would these Bears offensive linemen react when the quarterback consistently holds the ball? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you you probably do. But, I mean, the the way we were just coached so hard by Dick Stanfield, you know, he was a Hall of Fame football player and, a, you know, the best offensive line coach in the NFL. Uh, it's just he really hammered to us, just worry about your own, um, you know, position, worry about your own, worry about the offensive line, let them take care of that, um, getting rid of the ball. But, you know, I, I do understand what you're saying because, you know, we went through a lot of quarterbacks with our line and, um, you know, Jim Harbaugh was a quarterback that that was playing and he was a young guy out there and he was having struggles. And th- there is frustration. I mean, when the offensive line gets in the meeting room after a game, you, you can see what, what's going on. And, but it's just you can't. You can't come out and you know publicly say anything, but um, you definitely they, these guys are smart. They they know, they know what's going on and they they know where they're at. That they have a young quarterback that's trying to to learn the the NFL game and a coaching staff that's trying to learn the players. And I I just really think the best thing they can do is is do more play action. Just go with the play action uh, passing because that's. You know, that's you always hear like announcers on TV saying, "Oh, you know, linemen love just to run the ball. You know, just you run, run, run." Uh, I, I disagree with that. That linemen more than anything else like the play action passing, because play action passing you you block it like a run, but it's a, it, you can have the opportunity to hit big plays downfield. So, and it, it's the easiest part of offensive line is is play action passing because usually. You have a, you have a side cover. You know you're not dropping back and giving a, a defensive lineman a two way rush on. You're not matched up one on one. You always have like a a guard or a tackle or possibly a tight end or a running back on, on one side of you, so you can be aggressive and and you can go and attack the guy instead of dropping back and being a little more passive. That is a great breakdown, Jay. That is terrific. I appreciate you joining us joining me and sharing with, with uh, the audience. And you'll be on. So for Monday night's broadcast, when the Bears play the Patriots, um, you'll be on what the pregame show starts in 20 minutes on WBBM, right? Is that how yeah, it works? 420. 420 we start. So Jim, We're big Sw- up. Jim, Swanson, Jim Swanson and Ron Gleason will have a bunch of stuff so I can just kind of listen to them talk most of the time. Here. And you know what? 420 is a respected start time for the Wake and Bake Club we have on Saturday <laughs> Suckage. Thanks, Jay. Thanks for your time. All right, bye-bye. Jay Hilgenberg, Center for the 1985 Bears. Offensive line that led the league in rushing for five straight years. The time of possession, they just owned them. They led the league in time of possession, gave the defense try to, time to be defense. So I want to alert you to this. This score broadcast bonanza. Join Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody for the Miller Lite Top Draft Tuesday. That'll be the day after the Bears game. They will be at Kenny's Irish Pub 
at 917 West 55th Street in Countryside from 6 to 9 p.m. While you're enjoying the broadcast, register to win future Bears tickets and other prizes. Brought to you by Miller Lite, it's Miller time. That will be Gabe Ramirez and Mark Grody. And Mark Grody will be here at the top of the hour with a version of what Mark heard as the Bears play the Patriots. And we, Sean Sears, let's spin the wheel of Ditka one more time. Sean Sears. Things, Mike, that's been pointed out over the course of today and last night after the game is that you seem resigned to the fate after the game, that there wasn't much fire in you, and you sort of stood up before the media and said, well, you know, this is the way it is. We, uh, Are you resigned to this fate? Is well, you're, you're the same guy that wrote about me when I did have the fire, that that was the wrong thing to do. So who are you crapping? Well, I'm just Don't asking. Don't me now. No, no, no. There you go. Help make the score. Who are you crapping from 92? The great Terry Boers, Mike Ditka. The coach turned 83 this week, could not resist a chance to play Wheel of Ditka and just spin and see what we come up with. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have Studzinski and meatballs. And apparently there's a lot of meatball in this one. I've not heard it. We will listen together on Chicago Sports Radio's 670 The Score. It's Saturday Suckage on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. You know, those are the moments you act for, those are the moments you pray for, the moments you, you know, get into this uh, league for, you know, you're the only, guy, you're the only game on. So it's like all eyes are on, on you and your team. So it's like shine, shine bright and play, play, good, play good. Yeah. Okay. That's Darnell Mooney. Shine bright. Don't drop TD passes that could win a game. He said that for the last week plus. I should have had that. I got to make that. If I'm in the NFL, I'm a number one receiver. He's not a number one receiver. You still got to make that catch. Still got to make the catch. That's Darnell Mooney. It's just, that's where it is. See? Who you crapping? Yeah. There you go. That's true. We will, at top of the hour, talk with Mark Grody. He'll be at House Hall. We are doing... We are doing what Mark heard. Uh, the rest of the schedule is such that at 1 p.m., Casey Johnson will be here to talk Bulls. The Bulls open the home season tonight, coming off a loss against the Wizards in Washington. DeRozan, he's really good on twos. He's not good on threes. He wasn't good last night. It was contested. It didn't go down. The Bulls came back from a 17-point deficit, <clears throat> did not win. DeRozan had points. Vooch had points on his typical bad shooting night. Patrick Williams was, I have no idea what Patrick Williams was, what he is, what I just, why is he starting? We'll talk more about Bueller. that with Casey Jones. You know, yeah. Bueller. Megan Montemurro of the Tribune will be here at 120. We will talk Cubs baseball because there was Bruce Levine. Bruce Levine reported last week about the Cubs having an interest, likely an interest to talk to Jose Abreu. Well, if that's the case, what happens to Mash Mervis, Matt Mervis, who is in the Arizona Fall League? This was the guy, especially with Justin, with Kyle Schwarber, the Schwarberian, doing what he's doing, which leads me, I have to ask this, the NLCS, what Schwarber's doing, and Matt Mervis, is he's going to be that, is he going to be that guy? 
we have a scouting report on him. So we'll talk about that later. And that's why I wanted to talk to Megan Montemuro. But the NLCS is we should have web polls. Sean Sears, we need web polls for the NLCS. Because for Cub fans, which sucks more, dumping Schwarber or dumping Darvish? Oh, man, that's a tough one because they both suck. They both sucked. Okay, so make a web poll and put it up, and then we'll do that. But this, the NLCS also has sock suckage, which is what we do here on Saturday suckage, which sucks more, the sock soiling the bed on the Machado free agency or the sock soiling the bed on the Bryce Harper free agency? See, the NLCS. It's Chicago baseball. It's on a national, and boy, the Schwarberian really let one go the other day. That was just what a bomb. But in the air to right center field, back it goes, lead off home run. Great discipline in that first at bat. I'm surprised. Yeah, that was Schwarber. I think he took out a family of four with that one. It might have been a family of six. He yeah, crushed that one. It was big. So anyway, set up those web polls. We want Sox fans and Cub fans to be a part of the NLCS, and they are by watching their teams, by watching moves that they're, that sucked and their teams made, and here you go, you get to see it play out. But that's not why you called. Why you called was for the, bull, for the Bears. We were talking Bears. Jay Hilgenberg talked earlier about – the Manning cast. Do we know who the guests on the Manning cast are? Who's going to be laughing at the Bears besides Eli and Peyton? I went and tried to look, and I haven't seen a list of guests. If you have, let me know. The other part of this is, top of the hour, we'll talk with Mark Grody. But now, our regular, our regular piece of furniture, as we call it in their radio business, Studzinski and Meatballs. We have Trash Panda, real name Adam Studzinski. Previewing or post whatever he's doing, he we give him time. We let him open a mic, and here's here's Studzinski and Meatballs this week. Saturday Suckage presents Studzinski and Meatballs. Sit back and listen as the score's number one Bears fan, Adam Studzinski, unleashes his inner meatball. I got a lot of problems with you people. (laughs) Now, you're going to hear about it. Hello. What's up, Bears fans? Yet another edition of Studzinski and Meatballs. So, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with a certain segment of Bears observers out there. Be you fans media members, just general observers of the Chicago Bears. We all knew what this season was going to be. We all knew that there's going to be struggles, and we all knew that at times we're just going to be watching some bad football. So what I don't like, and this has been going on for years, I see on Twitter especially, people complaining about how bad of a game this is when we're in the midst of a bad Bears football game. Washington was one of them last last Thursday night. And I understand that watching bad football can be a bit of a grind, but you're choosing to be there. We, we just choose to continue watching. So if you're choosing to continue watching, or if you're being paid even to be there at the game, why are you bitching and moaning about it? It just, I don't know why, it really, really, really bugs me. Because here's the thing. 
When football season ends and it's not here, you know what we're all bitching about? How we don't have football. So let's not bitch about watching football, no matter what kind of football it is. And if you don't like it, turn the damn game off. And you know what? Honestly, for being perfectly honest here, if this is a circle of trust and we can be honest with each other, we should be pretty used to bad football at this point because we've seen an awful lot of it. That's all I got for you this week. I know that we got the Patriots this week and, uh, you know, Bill Belichick, he's a cheater. And that's all I got to say about that. So I'm rooting for you. We're all in this together, Bears fans. As always, bear down. Oh, I, he got sweet Alice, his mom, to applaud for that. That's the, the give me boss. You don't like it? Get out. You don't like it? Stop complaining. You don't have to do this. We do this so you don't have to. So that's that's trash fan. That's Studzinski and Meatballs for the week. And now they will be taking up your Monday night. So did you wait? Did you actually post this web poll question? Sean, I did. Is that yeah. what you sent me? I sent you the poll question. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. So what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> well, we'll just watch the votes come in here so far. No one has voted, but it's only been up a couple minutes. So I'll update okay. you throughout. I'll let you know what's going on. With so that. on the scores, Twitter feed, 670, the score, what sucks more while watching this NLCS Cub fans, Schwarber hitting home runs, Darvish looking like an ace. Don't care. So you got the Jay Cutler factor in there. Okay. All right. So that's up on Twitter, on the scores, Twitter feed. We will take a break. When we come back, we will have Mark Grody. We will do what Mark heard. But first, in honor of the coach's 83rd birthday this week, the lone Super Bowl champion coach in this town, we're going to have Sean Sears spin the wheel of Ditka again. How about this? Attendance tonight, 70,060. Tickets sold, sure. Get out of town. They sold <laughs> 70,000 You bet. There are 70,000 toes in here. <laughs> <laughs> and there are 10 of those on each person. Well, that's the number that's going to be in the Whoa. paper anyway. <laughs> wow. Where was that from? Share with the class, Sean. I think that was Monday Night Football a couple years ago, and he is hammered, I guess, in the booth. Wow. Okay. Well, he's calling it like it is. It's, it's a wheel of dick cut. You just never know what you're going to get. All right. Take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more Bears with Mark Grody, Hallis Hall, what Mark heard, our near award-winning segment, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 